Last time on Geek Force, the squad talks about movie theaters reopening. We talk about Falcon and the Winter Soldier and how it's going to be interesting or not interesting, and we discuss our low expectations for the Snyder Cut. But we'll see what we're talking about today on Geek Force. Welcome to Geek Force, the show where pop culture rules all. I'm your host, Kat. With me today is the amazing G-Squad of Ray, Amy, and Marlon. Welcome back, you guys, to a wonderful, wonderful new episode of Geek Force. How's it, how's it going? Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, last time we met, we said we were all going to watch the Snyder Cut. And four hours plus some additional hours, here we are. <laughs> <laughs> four hours plus, uh, for some of us, sunset. <laughs> But of course, the In biggest the breaking news we have currently is that Raymond joined the fray. Who, who's this? New new challenger. Raymond joins the fray. Raymond decided to also watch Ready Player Cut Four. After That's he told more us shocking on Friday, than seeing the movie, honestly. Right? Because if you listen to us on Friday, or he didn't say anything either. Week, he was, like, was like, no, no I'm cool. A year ago. I'm not no, seeing year, this. Marlon, a year out ago, he said he wasn't. For a year, he said that. Said that. That's why I'm hella shook that he was like, yeah, I watched it. What? It's because, what else did you do? It's because Raymond's a masochist and he loves it. It it, it just it just it just Found makes him stronger. One of us. <laughs> the hate makes him Thank stronger. Feels so good. Um, I also. I know. Uh, I ended up without a choice, so uh, society oh. has forced me into this. Who forced position. it upon you? Society. <laughs> Who locked like, your room four hours? Blink twice me. if you're safe. Since, I think I think the I was thinking about it at a point because uh, there were some reviewers coming out and the ways that they were talking about it. I was like, ah, eh, this sounds like this is like at least I. It almost felt like I should watch it because I loved Man of Steel so much. This movie was like everything that I was gonna like about that movie and this movie. Not that it was good, but it it sounded like that's what this movie it turned into, uh, and. Uh, and then they started talking about they're going to WB is it's rumored that they're thinking about keeping the Snyderverse basically. And I'm just like, can y'all, can we, I, this, all right, I guess I have to watch this movie and see why this is, <laughs> why are we here? <laughs> what is this happening? <laughs> why are we, <laughs> why what are we doing here? <laughs> How did we because, get here? Because I mean, if a fake if, like if, media campaign of, of excitement, how did we get here? Yo, it's when media campaigns go too far. Now we got it for real. And now folks are out here talking about, you know, bring back the Snyderverse. And now it's like, oh, man, we're in it, we're in it again. Here we go. But, of course, let's just talk about it. We've, we've, we've all seen it. Um, how about this? Because I know it, the, the easy route that we can all take is to just go right into the cons. I love us just to say some nice things about this movie, just at the top, some nice general Wait, feedback. Wait, you mean pros? Some pros, yes. Okay, some I was like, that's the whole episode. <laughs> yeah. I'm well, sorry, what did you say? I had my hand cued over the thing. You say pros was the best part of the whole thing? No, no, you got me confused because you said cons, and I was like, how are we going to say something nice about the cons? But anyway. Super pros, but of course, you know, I, I, I know this is going to be a difficult task, but you know what? If Wonder Woman was here, you know, I'm sure she would tell us to just do our very best. So let's start from the top. Start with some pros. Kat, you first. 
Well, I kind of looked at this as a filmmaker to another filmmaker. Um, I am glad that he made this movie. I believe, you know, a big part of why he, why it had to happen this way. I mean, we all know he had to step away because his daughter died. And so it was hard for him to let go of something. He was investing so much time. You know, this was his trilogy. Um, And so for someone like Josh Whedon to come and totally like, you know, fuck it up. And, you know, release it the way it was in such a crazy time, you know, I would be upset too, especially if I spent all my time, you know, doing filming, editing, being close to the cast and all of that. So for him, I feel like going back to this project, he was able to, and I felt like it was very through therapeutic for him to, you know, work on this. This was the last thing he worked on before he had to step away. Um, I really feel like him realizing undoing everything that Whedon had did, he was like, wait a minute, I can actually just, you know, do my famous director's cut. Cut, as I'm going to say. Um, and give the fans what I wanted to show them for years. It's just how was he about to, you know, how, how he's going to be able to do it? Because um, during the time, it was kind of like, we didn't have HBO streaming and if the movie was going to be super long, how was he going to release it in theater? So it was all a lot of ifs and, and stuff. But I think since last year with the pandemic, um, I think it was easier for him to be like, oh, this is the perfect time. I'll just put it on streaming. You know, it's a four hour, whatever. I think first they were going to be doing an episodes and then they did a movie, whatever. But the fact that it came out, um, a lot of stuff was, a lot of stuff made sense. And I'm all about stuff that explains and makes makes sense um i still think the plot's kind of whack but as far as characterization it like grew for me and i'm all about that so i was i really enjoy seeing the characterization of a lot of people i was really glad that there was not a lot of batman um wonder woman was still key in most scenes but the star of the whole movie was cyborg he was like everything this was basically his movie to me um i enjoyed seeing the black and people of color in this movie which Ironically, they're all cut out in the other one. So to see so many uh, other characters who are not the main characters having their chance to be on the screen really reached out to me. And I was like, see, this, everything felt solid. Um, there are a lot of cons to this, but um, I saw it as far as like, as because I'm not a big fan of this uh, series. Um, seeing it as an artist, I was like, I appreciate his vision and I appreciate the work and time he put into it, you know, and I respect that. And I get I get why the cast were like, watch it, you know, and I was like, because y'all want a pay cut. No, this was something that, you know, they worked with this man with. They believed in it. So, of course, they all want us to see it, especially with Ray Fisher. I, he was the loudest one. So I get it. I understand you guys were amazing. Thank you for letting us see it. And that's all cool. I got to say. All right, Amy, what are your what were your pros from this film? Um, well, I guess unlike the Whedon version, everything was a little more succinct. It was a little longer, obviously, overdone. But um, I, I was I was thinking back a lot to when I watched the first one and how and how often I felt I was taken out of the storyline for for things that would happen kind of randomly and didn't really make a lot of sense as a story and was really frustrating and why I like hated it so much after I walked out of the theater. Um, gra- I mean, granted, we um, Snyder is long winded ass filmmaker like without doubt he doesn't know how to have a period at the end of a sentence it's basically a write-on sentence for but um i feel like given the the space he was given and 
the funding, obviously, he was able to, you know, it wasn't perfect. It wasn't great. It wasn't amazing, but it was okay. I like that uh, Cyborg got way more screen time and you actually got to know him as, as a character versus Whedon. I knew, I didn't understand his character. I didn't know why he was there. It just kind of felt like an add-on that no one really cared about. And this one, he felt like he was cared about. And there was a lot of effort put into explaining like how big of an impact he has in this team. I thought that was really great. Um, I, also, like Kat said, I'm really glad Batman was like, basically, like, I, I will be the guy who gets the money, who makes y'all come together. <laughs> That's my role. And I'm cool with that. And that was like, okay, you're not going to be trying to be Batman doing things like your extra self for four hours. So that's great because he also was annoying in the original version. So overall, I think, you know, there were some meh, but there was also moments where the storyline just felt like more succinct, made more sense, and it just was slightly entertaining than the original. The end. All right, thank you so much. I'll go and then Rimmel will go. Um, I think, I, like you all <laughs> said, I definitely think that Cyborg definitely uh, came to show, show out. I can definitely see why Ray Fisher was really at, uh, really upset, like, this all this honestly could have been a, a a cyborg movie. Like, let's be real. Like, there were certain chunks where like a good like twenty minutes would go by, and it was still on cyborg having a full uh, discussion with his like internal psyche or with his like father's recording. So definitely, you can see why there was some upset. Uh, some things that were happening there. Um, as far as um, uh, any updates and tweaks that they made, uh, they did some adjustments to Steppenwolf. Um, he looked. Uh, a little more spikier than usual, but I mean, they kind of did a good overhaul on them, I would say, like comparatively to the other one. Uh, I liked the uh, graphic work on uh, Darkseid, Dasad, and Granny Dearest. Um, even though she was like fully in the back, back, background, you can still see that there's some good uh, the designers. So that looks nice, especially because you're introducing some pretty wild characters. So those look nice. Uh, and that's ultimately where my uh, my pros end. Uh, Ray, we'll go to you. Oh, wow, that was really fast. <laughs> 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 um okay uh <laughs> i'm sorry no i'm just trying to think of the I, we're talking about pros um i i liked i honest i liked this movie uh but it was uh it, it was a hot mess at the same time um but i liked at the end of the day, I think I just liked that the characters got to do all the things. Like, he actually cared about these six characters in this movie. He spent four hours to do it, but he cared about all these characters because they all got to do something. They all had some character development. They all, he all had a, he had a plan with everybody. They came together kind of cool. Like, they're little meshes and stuff. And I think that's actually why I like this movie because that's my favorite part of Justice League stories anyway is just watching the characters get to be the characters for a bad guy um and dark side was scary uh until superman came so it was like i i liked the i liked the bad guy like i the little superhero part i liked a lot in this movie um i can't say that i liked much else but i really liked the superhero part <laughs> wow all right oh, man. i 
I'm excited. Like I mean, something. This is gonna be like, good. Oh. This is I like that part. <laughs> um, now we get to come to the part where I'm sure you're all excited to listen to. Uh, we get to come to the cons, of which will most likely take the rest of this episode potentially. We'll see I how mean, far we go I with might, this. I might reference um, some pros one and, once in which way times. That's okay. Uh, I think to start things off, I think one of the most notable cons was the uh, was the soundtrack um, and the and the notorious uh, soundtrack that I'm sure you all have grown to love and hear, Wonder Woman's new jams. Uh, that yeah, exactly. Oh, gross. Uh, I think that if you want to really have a good time. And make this movie more fun. Uh, you, this could be a drinking game. You, you oh, get the no. snot die. Four hours you long. die. You take a shot every time that song comes on. You be in the ER. Get your stomach pumped. <laughs> take a shot we every time that. We don't no. do alcohol poisoning at your force. Every time that comes on, by part four, you're gonna be out. But again, part four. Now, mind you, viewer, if you, I'm sorry, by is it sorry by chapter four, you're, you're no, gonna no, be locked up. Just that far. I'm like part two, you're done. I mean, just sure, come on a lot. But for those of you who have not seen it, um, Zack Snyder made the choice uh, to add a new theme song to Wonder Woman, and you know, Wonder Woman already had a theme song. Uh, but apparently they were like, no, she needs a new one. So they decided to tack on. There it is. <laughs> you know, he copy and paste that from 300, probably. It's probably a lost file from that folder. Oh, but I feel like. <laughs> Just this, the vocal part is probably from This became a problem yeah. that, like, became, that kind of grew because that happened with that one, with that soundtrack <laughs> and just kind of became a thing over and over again. And then we started to see that this movie was playing. This movie basically decided to absorb the movie Sucker Punch and just put random songs over all of the scenes. So we got a new song that was uh, just sung when Aquaman went into the water. These three women came up to the beach and just sang him an Icelandic song and then smelt his sweater. And it oh, made gross. no I sense. Like no one, it was just like, is he's like, why are you singing to this man that was in this bar with you? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I have a question for you. Did, did did that scene remind you of of the the, the funeral in Lord of the Rings a little bit? Yes. There was okay. a lot of elements of Lord of the Rings in this movie, not because oh, I'm really? myself, but there were scenes I feel like he took from Lord of the Rings, and that part reminded me of yeah, you you hit the nail on the head, wait, and the wait, fact that they were in Iceland too. Somebody's clothes. No, 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 no. The fu- okay, so there's a funeral. Okay. Uh, the son of Theoden. Yeah. They, in, and the, his, uh, his, his niece does this very long song, and it sounded very similar. And I was very like, did similar. he just kind of copy it? Because it kind of felt like he did a little bit. I mean, yeah, because added, it didn't make any sense why yeah. they would sing such a song like that. Like, that type nothing. of singing seemed like it would be very sad for a funeral, but they're singing because he's leaving? And the question then becomes, like, do they sit in that song every time he leaves? He's just like, right. like on that daily, song. he's just like, okay, I'm going back home. They're like, he's leaving. Let's still one of his sweaters and, and sing him a sad song. That scene bothered me because it lasted on her, the camera lasted on her too long. I thought a shark was going to pop up and eat her so or something. Because it, it, it made me uncomfortable. Oh, it definitely gave you the the the, the, the chills of like, like, this is a in, real like, creeper. But it didn't stop there. Because then, like, you fast forward, but again, like, 
I forgot that in the beginning of the, of the this whole thing, they when they're showing you Superman's really awkward supersonic death rattle that like echoes across the entire planet above ground and underwater because apparently he just has the ability to shout across the world when he's about to, when he's like fully dying. Um, they play this really on the nose song, and we all know that Zack Snyder loves to play with themes of like God and Jesus imagery, and the song literally just goes like oh we were told our gods would outlive us but what do we do when our gods die and, it's li- and the song was just so on the nose and every song after that was just on the nose of like we don't need <laughs> these songs don't add to these scenes and then of course we get like I think a super fun funny scene which we have um the flash has a music video uh inside of a pet shop <laughs> where he we think he sees who we think is Iris West outside. And apparently she's just so smitten with how this um, very ordinary, ordinary, ordinary <laughs> looking looking white boy dude. looks. Right. She just gets like, <laughs> she gets like, she gets like a full flustered, <laughs> flustered rubber neck is staring at him. And she's just pulling out of this like parked position and doesn't see this like huge dump truck which the driver of the dump truck drops a cheeseburger inside a garbage truck you're not eating that you're not eating that hit the ground and he like just fully just like i'm gonna keep driving and then he just like of course like he hits the car and then the flash turns on mtv2 mode and his (laughs) music video starts playing and then he has to run outside and caress her face and catch her and get a hot dog and for a minute there i did not know what was gonna happen with that hot dog i fully was like where y'all going with this because he's crazy He's fully, he's, he's already like feeling her entire face and just being extra creepy. This is not going to happen. He don't want to clean hands. My only thing was about the scene. First of all, I I don't know if the listeners knew. I've been I was live tweeting the entire experience. I was tweeting for six hours. Like it was it was like a job. I was just wow. Okay, more respect to Twitter people. Um, but my thing for that scene was first of all. Is that truck even authorized to drive down the downtown like that? Second of all, you <laughs> dropped a sandwich. That's a good question. And for like five minutes, you're struggling like this. Nothing, like, not yeah. even thinking like, I'm in a downtown, downtown location. I'm not going to look up. I'm just letting you know, we're not on the open road. But there's no, We're in a downtown. We probably going to be a financial district and you're going to, Spend five minutes getting that burger. That's what I was like. Okay, happens right by the pet store. Okay, right. I mean, yeah, all the other stuff had to happen because so Flash could have a scene. You know, shoes burning off, whatever. Iris, I still think that's crazy because if you like someone, I don't think you should be like. "Ah, That's so creepy to me, and that's why I don't like him as Flash. Flash, but whatever. That's another story. Um, Ezra Miller. That scene just like every character had a music video, of course. Because, um, cause he, but then with Cyborg, he had more of a story story. It wasn't really oh, a... Oh, yeah. He, that's why I was like, I was like, he's not going to get a song? Oh, wait, he got this. Oh, I'm happy about this. But everyone had a song, you know. Um, even Lois Lane had a very emo song, but I think I had written, how can it be an emo song when... Metropolis looks like this daily. Like DC, your tone looks like this all the time. It's hard to feel emotions when you are. This is the standard. Like I can't 
go beyond ah, it's just another rainy day no you're like that all the time like always rainy in, the music in didn't add into anything you know so <laughs> everyone had a music video um and it was the beginning for each part each chapter of the saga um i don't i don't i mean okay is that we just it's like a musical i don't know i didn't know where we were going with that i was like we, okay, we short. and then of course at the end he's stuck in his ever favorite song hallelujah because it's almost in every one of his films he plays that super slow hallelujah well, song and it's he because made it in it's there. close to his daughter it's close to his daughter but it's right? in every film though that's, it's over that's not the reason cat that's not the reason that's not the reason. what's the reason because <laughs> he, he just likes it and he like you know is kind of full of himself but did you know hallelujah. his daughter's best friend sang that song his daughter liked that song. Sang that song. No, but I meant it's like great. in honor of his daughter. She liked that song too, and that lady singing was her. But like it was like a family tribute that to that song sound as that well. Good? Yeah, because it's uh, amateur singing. It. Oh, so wow. he did it on purpose again because it was like a tribute sign off toward his daughter. So made a good sound. After- song sound worse. Congratulations. Well, I mean, he again. It's this is a man that we said does not does not say no, you know. So he was like, "I'm going to do it this way because this is for her, and I'm going to have it." Because I was like, "Okay, this girl's singing. This girl then, is yeah. trying to then, sing." And then, aside from the soundtrack, I think another issue I had was uh, characters. I think uh, there are a few characters that I. <laughs> like picked up on that I believe were just misused in the way they were used. One of them, of course, is Martian Manhunter. Uh, yes. Oh, Ma- yeah. Ma- Martian Manhunter uh, being forcibly put in this film made zero sense. Uh, yeah. but again, we meet him in a scene that is like one of the most impactful scenes where it's supposed to be Martha Kent and Lois Lane having a heart to heart where Martha Kent and Lois are explaining and just discussing their grief. And it was a really powerful scene. And I was going to give it a bunch of praise, but almost (laughs) immediately after that scene is over, her eyes glow red. I'm like, I swear to God, that's Martian Manhunter. I'm going to be so upset. And of course, it's full on Martian Manhunter. I'm like, why would you do that to this scene? It undercuts everything you built up about this um, this, beautiful moment, these two women characters. It's like, nah, I was fully just manipulating Lois because apparently the Martian Manhunter had some forethought of, I'm going to need her to be outside when Superman comes back, so I'm going to need her to feel like she needs to go to work again. And it's also like, if Martian Manhunter is in this film, why is he not helping y'all? What is he doing for the four hours of this movie? He's in the background pulling strings. Oh, but then at the end, you guys, in one of the secret, you know, 15,000 endings of this movie, he's going to roll up on Batman and talk about, you need me, call. He had the nerve to say, if you need me, at the end of the piece. This is what I interrupt to say that this whole thing has been, is just, I think Martian Manhunter is proof that this this thing it only exists. It, we keep calling it what Snyder was trying to make the whole time, right? That's not what this movie is. This movie is what Snyder got lucky to make. 
at the end of the day. Like, it, this movie didn't need to exist. Warner Brothers was bored and didn't have HBO Max content and saw hashtag running and, like, ran with it. And we basically, like, and we just ran into a trap of this thing existing. Like, and I guess it's fine. But, like, Martian Manhunter is the... Why did they ruin that scene? That scene was clearly... they did. They, I remember hearing that Martian Manhunter wasn't even part of this franchise until it started running online. And so why was why did you need to add Martian Manhunter to this movie and in the meantime also turn that scene into this horrible piece of thing? I hate Martian Manhunter now. He just totally manipulated Lois Lane to be in the to be where he needed <laughs> her to be. Like that's a horrible way to introduce us to this character. But you but you and you only did that because the fans this is like what we is what, what, we didn't need this movie half of these music videos that you are talking about just the, all of that could have got cut down like there was other ways to do that i that, that was all Zack snyder stuff. and just like adding time and just he got to make the movie that he that like he would certainly wouldn't have gotten to make otherwise and he and so you know that we could have probably saved an hour of time on slow-mo shots music videos and uh and all, every time there was a part like a, like a part thing like we could have we could have saved some time we could have gotten down to three hours this didn't need to be four hours long i i multitasked literally been i literally skipped i skipped through some of these <laughs> scenes in the second half of the movie that whole flash thing i was like no i i don't oh, need no. to this is just another music video <laughs> like and then i think no, i grew no, no. to lois lane i like i didn't i didn't watch any of her storyline with feeling grief for superman because also that gets undercut in this movie too because she just magically gets them back through through mother box magic which honestly all of that is way better now the whole superhero side of them being like we need superman and yada yada yada, like we're not going to do this otherwise and i was like okay you know this was i see why y'all did this y'all took a big risk on this like you theoretically broke the space-time continuum doing this thing like but you got superman back who knows if that was a good idea but um but yeah, I just there was just too <laughs> the much world will never know. going like happening in this movie. I think I wouldn't have skipped through things mm-hmm. if it just didn't feel so long. It's just padded, so much padding. And and, and Ray, I, I like that you brought up uh, this that the need to get the mother boxes was changed this time around because it brings in my other issue of a character they brought up that I think was misused, which was Darkseid. Uh, there was no way Darkseid would have lost if he had come to Earth in the beginning of this film. Like the Darkseid in the comics, Thank you. absolutely would have took over the planet if he showed up. I get it. But he's got Zeus. Zeus. He, yeah, Zeus. you had Zeus. You had all. You had gods. You had. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Fuck boys, Zeus. The they thing, repelled Darkseid. <laughs> that's the thing is that Darkseid. I think for p- people who like watched both Marvel and DC. I think people think that Darkseid and Thanos are on the same level. Darkseid's on an entire different level yes. than Thanos. <laughs> like Thanos is basically with, with like without the gauntlet, Thanos is just a super strong alien. 
which is still cool, but Darkseid literally has immortality, invulnerability, superhuman strength. He has the Omega effect, which means he can create things, destroy things. He has the ability to fully bring people back from the dead. He has, he can change his size. He can be bigger, smaller. He has telepathy, telekinesis, mind control. He has <laughs> teleportation powers. He has the, he's a, he's a genius level intellect. And yet somehow with all these capabilities, he comes to Earth and gets hit with a battle axe and is like, oh, I'm done. I can't do Thanos this. Style. These people, is, Earth is ghetto. I got to get out of here. I can't, I'm not coming back. Earth is ghetto. <laughs> and it's like, literally, there are only two or three beings that are like his like absolute kind of scary person. And that's Superman. And that's also Martian Manhunter. And, like, those two can, like, potentially take him on if he's not using any of his, like, Omega effect. But you're telling me that he comes to Earth and Zeus throws some laser beams at him and that Artemis is there. And also, including gods makes it even more difficult that he again comes back years later and those gods are like, we're too busy. Like, I know we, I, I know we came last time, but, like, we're a bit busy this time. So it's like, you opened up so many stranger things. Had it just been Steppenwolf, who's like, oh, I'm going to steal this, like, equation, and we get to see that betrayal, that would have made more sense than saying, oh, Darkseid was too weak to take over the planet the first time. It's like, no, Darkseid would have fully come on Earth and Omega beamed through every single person in one look and just would have been like, okay, I'm here now. But not Snyder's Darkseid. I have a question about that. (laughs) Um, How did he not know that he was already at Earth before? That was another issue. (laughs) Like, if you were here before, how did you forget where you were? (laughs) He got his ass. I didn't understand that part. That was confusing. He lost the recordings <laughs> of the of the digital GPS like, that he used in space. The like, Google Maps directions. <laughs> delete it from our history. Earth? Delete it from our history. <laughs> Never like, come back you've here. You've been here before. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Apparently, that was the level of him getting beat up to where he just like, he got jumped by the people Everyone Earth, forgot. Everyone who came forgot. Everyone. Desaad forgot. <laughs> Granny Dearest forgot. Desaad. The ship catalog oh forgot. Uh, all his minions forgot. And he just took off and was like, I forgot where I was. Uh, I'm too embarrassed to go back there again. They all went. Yeah. So I feel like, yeah, they didn't understand uh, Darkseid as a character enough to be like, we should keep him like in this bubble of like, oh, I'm going to wait until it's time to come because if you bring him in too early like they did, it like... Uh, it makes him seem not as strong as he actually is and he's on a whole other level of strength like he was he has been around since the dawn of time and before that so he should have easily won, like he should have won that fight like i get it you 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 got your green lantern core you got your gods and whatnot but it takes more than that to take down dark dark side whenever he's brought up in like uh the dc comics or even the justice league unlimited it takes a full like scale planet-wide multiple superheroes with multiple powers multiple green lanterns multiple uh star spectrums to like show up and help and it, like and that army as vast as it was would not have been able to take down dark side at all and then of course it just like makes things like lesser it's like okay like he's not strong like why should they be worried because apparently these mother boxes don't feel fear but do feel fear 
Um, because that was explained wrong. It's like, oh, they're just boxes, but it's like, they they're didn't come online until, until Superman died. But it's like, then why would they be afraid of him? Like, if they don't feel fear or human emotions, this mother boxing is confusing. That had me upset. And this is why I said I did not like the plot because of just, uh, you destroying the lore of these, these stories and things in the DC universe and I'm like I mean if people are really inter- interested I'm like the best thing you do is just watch the cartoons I mean Young Justice did a great job talking about mother boxes better than this whole movie and this is a this is a cartoon um, <laughs> I, I, I the mother box thing and like okay I get it now because then I think I even wrote was like so is this supposed to be their affinity stones in this movie because you know this movie was made back you know, right Kinda. after, like right, right after or before Infinity War. So I was like, okay, I was still at the time where they were trying to be like, we can have our own superhero saga too, you know. And so at the time, we did not know what that looked like for DC. So I'm watching this movie and I'm seeing elements of, you know, of everything, you know, Lord of the Rings, but you know, also Marvel, you know. And I think, you know, he thought he thought of Dark Side. I'm not saying like, oh, he did his research because I don't think he did his research at all. He was just looking for a villain that was hot Thanos-like stuff, even though that's not even in the same category. But, um, I mean, Thanos would definitely take out this dark side because he took a battle axe. I was like, <laughs> I'm not going to lie, when he got hit and he fell down, I was like, is that a fake dark side? Is that a clone? And I'm like, did this movie get interesting? But I it was can't. still the real dark side. I was like, oh, Wait, how did he get hit? Like, I was so disappointed in that scene. I was like, did y'all, like, that's all it took? He's like, no, I'm out. I'm out. I can't do this. I'm hurt. <laughs> Just, like, rolled up his sleeves like, he was like I'm done Fool. with this planet. I need to leave, y'all. Let's get, get, get me it's out of ghetto. here. Get out. Like, but really? then I want to come back. I want to come back, though, because it's got something I need. So y'all go, y'all go in the ghetto and get it for me, and I'll reward y'all. Also, the issue becomes, like, he didn't need the mother boxes to get to the planet the first time. Right. And then it's like, but now he needs them to get to the planet? And it's like... Now he gets... Yeah. See? I just... That part, I just... Huh? Because, again, the the mother boxes are are mostly access of, like, great, I'm going to teleport you from here to here, which you can get from the comics. Like, great, like, I'm going to open up a a whole thing of mother box and like transporters from like apocalypse to new genesis or whatever so it's like had it just been like steppenwolf showed up to try to steal the life equation and then he gets beat up and then he comes back and dark says like where like where have you been i heard you're trying to steal the life equation and he gets punished but like maybe he's like not going to tell him where it is because he's because he you know wants to go back again that would have been a lot more integral to us knowing Steppenwolf's motivation. We we know that he messed up and tried to, to like take something from Darkseid. This could have been that. We know he, we know that he, he's, he we we know that he's on like a redemption arc. They could have easily tied these things together to make it more believable, other than like throwing stuff at a wall. And now we're all like putting out plot holes because the movie also is putting out its own plot holes of like you didn't say that like an hour ago, but now you're saying this now, and none yeah. of this lines up with that. Conflicting. Um, I did appreciate Desaad. I I really liked his character and how he like always popped name. up just to tell. Yeah, I, just a I, I full was like, black name. Know, exactly. Like, Thank you, you Marlon. I said I that like on Desaad. Twitter. I was like, you know, him mama was black. You know, he didn't play when he was growing up. Desaad, um, get your I liked that he came to be like Steppenwolf. Like, you gonna do what you gonna do, but you are gonna fuck up. <laughs> no, no, I got you. I'm gonna do this. <laughs> nah, I'm here to tell you, you can't. But 
if you can't, then at least try to get the boxes. That's, that's all you got to do because you fucked up last time. He's like, I got it, I got it. And he's like, well, great. He went back and told Dark Side, yeah, he's not going to do it. He's not going to do it. And then when he died, he's like, what did I say? I was like, does Sonic's like becoming one of my favorite characters? That wasn't even supposed to happen, but I really enjoyed. I enjoyed every time he appeared in that scene. I mean, that was all I'm going to get, but I looked aside. He's like, didn't I tell you? Did, Did I not tell you? Tell you. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't gonna do we'll it. Decide. He wasn't I wish gonna do there was it. more feature on the villains because to me, there were times where I was like, I want to see more of the villain side because they seem like they were just ready. DC to just... villains are the best villains of they comics. They are, and they like they're way better know? than Marvel villains, and they t- like like always have better backstories and better motivation for what it is that they're doing. Yeah, yeah, and I want it more, but. You know, again, the way this movie was campaigned and created for the superhero side, we weren't going to get, we were never going to get that. Regardless of any DC movie, we we're never going to get that villain uh, view, which is disappointing. Yeah. And then, like, I think another try I had is, like, for some reason, they there's this thing they're doing with Batman that confuses me to where Uh he's not a detective for some reason like half the time Alfred is like doing all the research or Alfred is like doing all the investigation and just handing Bruce like a folder and I'm like what what are you doing Batman like Bruce you're supposed to be a detective why is Alfred literally carrying your research department just and you're not doing anything didn't Batman say I work for him like in a jokingly way and I'm thinking maybe he was being for real y'all maybe Alfred's really the brains behind the and I mean like, this is a Batman that we all did not claim so maybe he remember I, I think I well I don't know years ago when I saw Justice League I was like this is like one of the worst Batmans ever because he's not a good Bruce no, Wayne he doesn't show any intellect he's more of the whatever he's, but, he's more of a brawler apparently <laughs> right so he's not a thinker which is a huge part of Batman. And with his superpowers, he didn't say, I'm brilliant. No, I'm rich. And I was like, oh, you you don't use your brain. So it makes sense in a way if Alfred, mm. a.k.a. Ozzy I mean, he was, I, I feel like, yeah, I feel like Jeremy Islas was wasted in that role because every time he was with Ben Affleck, I was like, fuck Ben Affleck. I want to see more Jeremy Irons. He was the man in charge. Right. He was researching Irons, man explained T. Right. Like, Can I just say that? That was yeah. kind of weird. I think that was him being like, I don't like being served. I'm kind of uncomfortable because like, because Daniel was that like, part. hey, I'm going to serve you. He's like, um, okay, I guess. But you can tell he's like, <laughs> I like mine a certain way. You know, okay, I'm going to do it. 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 That I'm was such a... Because I think it showed him being uncomfortable with someone, like, which is weird because like, you're like... It was, it was weird. It was like, yo, like, just say you don't like being... He's like, oh, I'm the butler, and I, I don't like having someone butler for me. It just took this really weird mindset around, like, I don't like it. But it's fine. I mean, that was a, a weird thing. We, I just think, like, this Batman, for some reason, is just being... I mean, even when he was in Batman v Superman, they at least started him doing some research. But I think with each subsequent film, he's, like, stopped actually doing anything that has to do with, like detective or sleuthing and he's like great offer like put me in direction i'm gonna like put, put my money and my funds and my fists at it and then we get this film where half the time batman's getting his butt kicked 
Like he's just getting thrown around the room. He's he's fully getting ragdolled. Like I think at a certain point he is like having a hard time fighting because he lost his grappling hook. And they had a full scene where they showed you that oh here's the grappling hook and he like jumps for it as opposed to like oh I have a batarang or like some other like kung fu's like no I need my grappling hook to fight and he just like runs at it. I'm like what is happening in this Batman? <laughs> Not my like, Batman, never. And it's like, yo, if you're if you if you're gonna make an old man Batman, then you need to at least make him smart old man Batman. Like, great, I'm not gonna fight him. I'm gonna be a smart person, and I'm gonna like use like the tricks of my trade. Like, use a like I'm gonna use a full hallway because you have wings, so you get stuck and like fight you. Like, I'm gonna fight smart as opposed to like just jumping in and like getting kicked in the middle of a room. It's like, where's your Batmanness yeah, in these yeah. scenes? They don't make any sense. Have you been Batman for hella long? This is this is this is what you have so far. I mean, he 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 went from branding prisoners to to just being really terrible at his job. <sighs> oh, bad. I mean, I think honestly, I think honestly, if he didn't have the Nightcrawler and his car, there would have been nothing for Batman to do in this film. The only time he even became useful in like the climax was when he got a gun and was shooting aliens. And that Can- was the one useful moment of like, great, I'm gonna shoot people because apparently right. I'm not gonna use my like years of ninja skills that I, I learned from Reza Ghoul. I'm not gonna use any of my like equipments that I personally made from Lucius Fox or he's giving me like I'm not gonna use any of that. I'm just gonna shoot at you and hope for the best. <laughs> Can we talk about how many times he picked up something that looked like a gun? Because even in like the flashback, the getting secret sequence of him using the gun, I was like, "This Batman is using a lot of guns for me," and it's making me feel uncomfortable. Uh, Like, I, I, I was, I was like, "This doesn't feel right at all." I don't care, you know if. Because he has a different... No, I don't care. Batman does not use guns. The only gun he has is his you know, gribbling thing, and he don't even use that all the that's, time. That's, that's I mean, not true. He oh. you, he's, you, are, he's, you are incorrect. Yeah, Batman uses guns. He uses them a few he times. Lots of guns. <laughs> he uses a freeze gun. He uses... Uh, I meant the guns <laughs> in this movie, you guys. You know what I mean. I know that. And Typical I'm saying, human guns. And I'm, taking, and I'm saying from clear. the history of the Batman comic books, he uses guns. Go back and read okay, some that's Batman. Good. Like it isn't weird. But in weird. the context it of this weird. movie, but he's always using gun in this, in this sure, franchise. I, I see that's the. He's used guns in every yeah, movie of this like, franchise. In the, he uses guns, but like the fact that he doesn't have anything else to back up is like oh, guns yeah, is no, number no, no, one no. thing to I fall know, on. I know. I know. I I'm not disagreeing with that part. I'm just saying. That's what I mean. You you said it was weird that he was using guns, he uses and guns, I disagreed but with you. In this, in the, it, because he's Batman. You have Batman money. uses guns. You're gonna be just <laughs> picking up guns off. I know, but like you, like what Marlon was saying, you can do all these things. You can do all those things and use guns. Okay, cool. But you can do all these things, and you're just gonna be like, I got a gun. Like you're oh, fucking yeah. Batman. You I have mean, a billion fair. dollar this, 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 this. It could be a billion dollar gun, but he's not doing that. I do feel like in the comics, whenever Batman has used a gun, it's always been like a focal point of like, oh, he picked up a gun, and they've always like made a statement about 
oh, I picked it up because of X, Y. It's always a big deal in the cops whenever he picks up a gun to use. It's like, why'd you use that? He has to explain the case, like, explain the situation, or he has to explain like, oh, I did it because of X, Y, Z. Because I'm gonna give like, you some even Batman, with like the some Batman comic books. No, no, even with like the Tim verse on Justice League Unlimited, even in the Nolan verse, there's always been a whole point of like him either discussing no guns or him either saying or then either, when he does break it, then they have like a full like weird like dialogue about like, oh, like, yeah. hey, it was here. Neither of those things are comic And left Batman at home is what I'm trying to say. Neither mm-hmm. the Tim verse, neither the Tim verse nor the Nolan verse that you just mentioned about guns <laughs> are comic books. I'm saying in the comic books, this is not a unique thing. Oh no, the Tim verse. Sure, the, the TV, Tim had a TV he was always against guns but in TV. But we're not there, Mark. But we're not there, right? We're not. We there. are there. We're in Snyderverse. We're in Snyderverse, where he, world. where he's very comfortable with guns. <laughs> I don't, I don't understand why it's Not still a problem. Not only that comfortable, but that's like his main super thing. It is. That's his main but super like, thing, and that's what I've been is, saying. Like, it's, I don't know. It's it's less boring than <laughs> They should have just fought Deathstroke. That's all I keep saying. <laughs> like, yeah, I guess. He's not having a good shot. <laughs> but hey, he's rich. Yes. He wasn't lying. He was the one that backed up everything. So he was. cheers he to Batman. He having money to fly people around to the places. That is true. I should do a that. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, like, because it also seems like because Aquaman had his film, that there definitely was a very little to, like, add anything new to Aquaman's backstory. And maybe yeah. because his film had come out and they didn't, they didn't need to, but it definitely felt like Aquaman out of everyone got the short end of the stick in terms yeah. of character development, where it's like, you had your movie. We don't need to do add anything new. Mira got waterbending uh, scenes, so that Blood was really cool. and waterbending, yes. So I, to see that. <laughs> I was like, what? Why didn't she use this as an Aquaman? What? Because she's no what? longer in it. <laughs> nah, they, we don't want to talk about that. They removed it. <laughs> they did. Hopefully, I thought that apparently was they were they incorrect. were saying they were gonna like re- re- replace her with someone else. Yeah, and then they came out and said they're not doing that. That's yeah, because she's that's all so the thing, she's still Something on the thing. film, but Warner Brothers is making it difficult for her to continue because they're thinking if they keep doing their Warner Brothers ways. That she'll leave, but she's like, I'm not leaving, even though Warner Brothers could just fire her. Like, I don't know why they can't just do that, but they're like making it hard for her to work in like work conditions so that she can just quit and then they can do what because they know what the fans want. But it's hard, I guess, contract wise to get rid of her. And so, yes, we don't want her there, but she's still there for now. Time will tell. We'll see what happens with that film. Um, but yeah, so we have those characters. Uh, again, I think I brought up the gods earlier. Um, I think that one for me was really weird because uh, we, again, we know that gods exist because of the Wonder Woman movie because um, we got to see Ares. And then in this scene, we see them taking like a, a very uh, visible stance in front of all eyes, in front of the Atlanteans and the Thamascarans and the humans. And I think it was a cool scene to see. Like, it looked great, but it also brings up issues of, like, one, if I'm Zeus and I just saw these aliens come to my world and almost destroy it, uh, I know that the Atlanteans are going to take care of their mother box. I know that the Amaskarians are going to take care of their mother box. I am not giving a, a mother box to the realm of man 
Like, I fully am not giving up. Like, I'm going to say thanks for your help. This is going to Mount Olympus with me. Like, I do yes. not know how it was decided. Mm-hmm. Yes, let's give it to the youngest people on this planet, the men. And they're going to take it. And what? They have and, no powers. And they just dump it in a, in a hole. It's like, in, a bo- like, in a hole. It's like, yeah, like, Zeus should be like, this is going with me to Mount Olympus, so I'm going to hold it somewhere else. I feel like, that would have, like, made more sense. It's like, great. I live in a, in a realm that most people can't get to. And also, like, it's literally going to be surrounded by God. So I'm going to take this with me and just put it in our fountain somewhere. And it'll be safe because who's going to roll up on Mount Olympus and not expect a ruckus to, like, pop off? <laughs> right. I just... I was disgusted by that scene. I, I wrote how, you know, the Lanteans, they dipped it in some cracking juice and, you know, locked it away. The mascara had a special room, you know. Uh, the humans dug a hole and threw it in there and they were like, well, it's good. I was like, we did our so job. the Green Lanterns, the, the God, nobody else. We're just going to leave it with these people. Okay. I just, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> Uh, just it was a it's i don't i don't want to veer off too far from why did we get this movie like why does it exist was said his trilogy that was his thing he wanted to do the third the three-parter which was going to lead to another trilogy or like the start of another trilogy did we talk about those yet and i and I tuned out. Yeah, we, we talked about the epilogues. Yeah, <laughs> oh, the epilogues. Ooh, uh, Let's go to the epilogues because they were all endings. I don't have a lot so, to say about these. Course, this. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, we discussed like the Martian Manhunter <laughs> scene <laughs> where he rolls up and he says this really weird thing to Bruce, like your mother and father be proud of you. And I'm like, how do you know them? Like, why would you say this? <laughs> you just met That's this man. That's triggering. Like, you don't say something about that man who... <laughs> We already know his his grief. Where if you want to make Batman emotional, that's what you need to say. Like you don't just drop it like that. But whatever. But also, like if you're Batman, a stranger and you come up to me and you say, "Hey, your dead relative will be proud of you," you'd be like, "Wait a minute, how do you know that?" And also, like, excuse you, we're not that close. Like, you don't just say that to me in the just air. You. Why did Batman not punch him? Like. I mean, you didn't, didn't, didn't have to get violent, but it should have been like, this is weird. Like, I don't know you, dude. Also, usually do. where were you it for almost the past, like, like, 24 hours? No, I, I swear Ben Affleck was in front of a green screen in that footage. <laughs> like, it just, something about it looked funny. It just, it was such an afterthought. Uh, I, no, I would rather, the, the, the one that I was more interested in was the, I guess, attempt at, as like a nope. here's a sneak peek nope, of what we're gonna do for this for this whole like red sun <laughs> superman idea universe. nightmare universe idea and what i really think is hilarious about it is that they really thought they were at a point in this franchise where they could film that scene and like get a positive reaction out of an audience with like oh yeah nightmare universe like they got really excited about that <sighs> that it was in that movie it was so unnecessary like <laughs> Why? Why it did y'all think that that was a good you idea? Know, <laughs> I mean, I think he was like, though. "Yo, they're gonna love this. Like, the <laughs> Twitter's gonna love it." And we a got lot to of see, people did like it, though. That's we, the crazy we, thing. We this is the best got to scene. see a, a white mohawk Deathstroke, which I don't understand. 
Mira like really cranked up this? her British accent to like the tenth level. Just bloody horrible. It's just like who are you? All of a sudden, it's it's like it's it is literally like like looking in. I feel like. I'm in broke in that scene. <laughs> He's finding error for fours in his head because am I watching the boys or am I watching the DC cinematic universe? Which show am I watching when I watch that scene? Because I felt it like I was like literally that. living the boys in that scene. <laughs> it's like, what's going on? And then I think to top it off, like you had that super cringy dialogue between Batman and Joker. Yeah. Where he has that it was scene. horrible. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> That's his laugh. And I was like, what? No. It got worse. It got, his laugh got worse. <laughs> How'd it get it, worse, Jared Leto? What happened? It was, it was strange. And, it was strange. And, he, and then I, he talked about giving Batman the reach around. And it was just like, well, you didn't need to Batman, visualize Batman, that, Joker. Batman literally said in that scene, I'm going to fucking kill you. And it's like, it's it, there's there was a lot about that scene that was very special. But I think my favorite part is that, again, it, they really... They they really thought those were good lines. Like people wanted to see this. Like I, I guess Snyder yes, so because they finally. That's I am. I'm trying to. The Jared Leto is what like you're actually going to use him now? No, you're not. Like this universe is getting thrown to the side. Did oh, you forget Raymond. the past? Like f- like, but like, did y'all forget the past? Like five six years before this, where no one was liking anything else that came before it. Like, why is Heinz? Why are we just forgetting the pa- literally forgetting the past right now? WB, this isn't even that great. Like, because we're in a pandemic. Oh, it's, it's it's all Zach's idea. But the thing about is Raymond. The fun thing about that is, is that there's a black and white version of the Justice League movie that's also going to come out. There's a third version of this movie because of Zack Snyder. There's a third version. Why are you doing it? Are you just trying to kill me? He has more Jared Leto scenes. Why are you trying to kill me? Are you? He's literally stabbing me in the chest and twisting the knife deep in my sternum. This is what he it's keeps like, doing. I, agree. I don't want to hear about to it. Kill Raymond. it was, Didn't he just, kind of just me do with un- DC en- enable the black and white feature and then just sell it for hella money? That's cheating. That's how you make money for Zack Snyder. Dang. And what's crazy is, like, I think he did, like, uh, he did an interview with the New York Times about this coming out, and, like, they were asking him questions, like, hey, like, if you look at, like, if you look at more successful DC films, like, Aquaman and Shazam, like, does that make you think differently about how you're doing your movies? And he was like, no, it doesn't. Like, my movies, I, I, like, my movies are controversial, and they have, like, a cult following, and that's what I like about them. And I'm like, oh, so you like making films that are not great, but are upsetting enough to where, like, it just sticks around for a longer time? And then we talk about what we're doing now. He likes films that have this, like, audience of, like, Zack Snyder's great! (laughs) And everyone's like, it's not that great. They're like, no, he's awesome. And we're just like, this film didn't need to be four hours and it served zero purpose to the overall thing. And also DC told him, yo, Whedon's movies canon. And I'm sure, and like even currently right now, like people are doing the new hashtag release the Snyderverse because they want him to make more of these films. <laughs> release uh, the Snyderverse. No. And it's like, bro, like his movie 
it did some good things, but I, it wasn't all that. Like that last scene where they tried to shoe her in the the nightmare verse really proved that dialogue. That's what we would get in a film where he was gonna be behind the wheel again. A film where Batman's like, "I'm gonna f and kill you," and Joker's like talking about getting the reach around, and he has that seagull laugh some more, and he has like a full like bulletproof vest full of dead badges, and it's like, what's the point of this Joker being with you, Batman? Like, I don't understand what's going on I right now. I don't get it. This makes and then the worst part, the worst part was they they had the I don't know if it was in the same interview, but it was an article that charted out the next two movies if he stayed on to do Justice League two and three, and how you know in the end Batman was going to have to sacrifice himself to make everything be right again. And when uh, Clark and Lois get together and they have like son, that son's going to grow up to be Batman. I read that and I was like, why, why even? Like, I'm glad that's not happening, but at the same time, I'm scared that that could happen. You know, like, oh, I'm disgusted. Another one, another version. Well, that's the thing is like, he even acknowledged that this is a social experiment. And depending on how it goes for like millions of people, this could move like potentially he could wind up being like Nolan and make a (laughs) and make a Snyderverse where he's doing his own thing. And it's all Christopher, like, basically, Zack Snyder could wind up being Kevin Feige of the DCU. (laughs) He's just like, (laughs) he could wind up being the... That is the scariest (laughs) thing you've said for the past 56 minutes. Uh, Why would you say those words together in the same sentence? Why are you speaking to existence? Don't speak it. Don't say it. You know how we do that. Conceal, don't feel. All I'm saying is if it happens, I called it. All I gotta say. You, you started hey, something. You're, you're Whenever we like speak shit out, it happens. You got. You can't yes, do that can't here. Say that. Dang, dang, it's a lot of make my whole future going on right now. <laughs> because you're gonna have a celebrity death match. I'm gonna be like, and then can I fight you versus Zack Snyder? Can I fight you? He'll beat the shit out of Zack Snyder. Like, come on now. No, it's not going to happen. Marvel has already built up way too much for him to even attempt to try to be like, okay, guys, I'm back. So we're going to rewrite everything the way it is. Um, this is going to be a thing. But hey, y'all, we don't have to support that. You don't have to. You know, if you don't, are you not into it? We have other DC outlets to okay. focus on. But Hold it on. is going to be annoying this if this takes over on. everything. I'm not going to live tweet nothing else. Okay, great. Are we done with DC? This is my final point of this conversation. Like, is this a... Is, I need support. You know the movie, right? DC Universe. No, in the movies. The movies, yes. With Snyder. Are we done with okay, Snyder? Okay, cool. Because I'm ready to yes. be done with Snyder. I want to move on. And if we keep talking about these movies, we're doing... We are a part of this problem with this franchise. So, are we done with we DC are, or are we, we are. still watching no, stuff? This is my last question it. for you. Well, no. You... We do not. <laughs> I think no. Think about it. I say no. Uh, I say does. no, and I say I think, no because I remember. But maybe not. Maybe that wasn't Snyder. It's if his name's on well, it. Think, if his name's not on I'll it, you can no. have it. 
I'm going to say no, okay, and I'm going to go back to, I remember, <laughs> I have a, a vivid memory of, I went to go see a suicide squad with Ryan Fitzpatrick, one of our good friends, oh, uh, no. and I remember him standing up in the middle of it and saying, I'm never watching another DC film again, and after that day, has been like just waiting until like someone tells him about it, and he'll determine if he watches another, and I don't think he's watched one since, I want to say, I think he saw Batman v Superman and said, you know what, I was right, I'm never watching this again, I, I so I think I'm going to get on board saying I'm also done because the next movie coming out is Suicide Squad 2 and I'm like that's also a no for me dog Um, yeah I think I might also be done with it I I mean until I see something that looks remotely enjoyable and remotely worked on that does a a lot of work to really flesh out these characters and respect like their growth yeah I think I'm out yeah, um, I've never seen the first Suicide, and I've never seen the second one. But Shazam Two was the only movie there I. There's no um, second one yet. I mean, it's coming out. I'm not going to see it. That's what I meant. Um, but I'm definitely seeing Shazam Two because Shazam's my favorite uh, DC Universe movie. If you want to count that, because it was an actual story with likable characters, and I like the writing and. I just want to see what's in store for the second one. But does that mean I'm going to get into the Black Adam and stuff? No, I'm going to stop right after that. So that's that's as far as I see myself watching DC movies. Yeah, I, I don't see Snyder's thing. name on anything Shazam related yet, uh, which is good. That means... It, Dare not touch that. Yeah, it's I'm good. just done with Snyder. <laughs> like, we don't need... We don't need any more of this... Uh, like if he becomes Kevin Feige, I'm su- I'm also super definitely done. Stop it's just saying. like it's you both just, stop saying that can't. shit. Oh, no. oh god, now it's really gonna happen. I'm it's sorry. Me. He said it too. Right. I know that's why I'm, I'm scared. With racism, it's a bigger chance I hope, now. I hope not. And he was the one saying stop talking about it. He just you're right. He just signed and confirmed it. I didn't. The dark. It's not gonna down. happen. <laughs> What did it's that mother, what did the ship say? The future is now rooted in the present. That's exactly what you guys just did. Look what you did. Look what you did. Oh, this, this action is irreversible. That. This action is irreversible. I forgot about that really weird robot scene where she somehow <laughs> knew about the past and future being changed. It was Superman's ship. Because yeah, you know, but it somehow has homies. Yeah, but it somehow has the ability to look forward in time and notice the timeline is adjusting and that say it out loud. Kryptonian technology. I don't know. <laughs> Thank you. For also, was that like, no sense also was like, wait, how do you know this? You're just you've been sitting well, here on this like plethora of knowledge around space time continuums. Anyway, it's is fine. it because it's fine. I was gonna say is it because like she just knew mother boxes were evil, but then it was it was uh, <laughs> not evil. was the one that was they're able to evil. see it. Remember they're not evil. Well, she did like it. She didn't like the way they were. Even though they she had said, don't even ghosts try. coming off of them when Cyborg went into the Unity to take him apart. They have little right, phantoms right, right. inside of them, but they're not evil. Though, was... According to Cyborg, they're not evil. Okay. Well, he had to. He had to be the one to find James out Christ because the ship too. was like, uh, uh-uh. uh. I don't no, trust the mother idea. boxes. Don't do this. Don't, don't do, this. do it. Don't I'm, do it. I'm telling y'all. Please don't. I'm telling y'all. Don't do it. Oh, you did it. Mm. Oh, Good and luck. now you can't undo it. You can't undo it. Bye. <laughs> and I was like, what? Who's the ship? Does the ship have a name? Is this a character? Why are we having a lot of resistance? <laughs> It was just so much, so much. Yeah. But uh, so overall, overall, uh, if we want to say like a rating, a yes or no to people who still have not watched, how would you, uh, how would you say something about it? 
Marlon? I gave it a five. Out of? Ten. Okay. Um, I gave it around, I gave a, a five out of ten. And in reference, I gave the Whedon version a two. So it's a little bit better. A little bit better. <laughs> Amy? Uh, probably the same. Probably about a five. Five, yeah. Ray? Um, five is fine. Five is fine. Because the what movie do you really is want fine. to say? The movie's fine. <laughs> okay. Fine. I, ultimately, like, really? my rating comes down to if he had. This is four hours. If someone told him you have two and a half hours to make a movie, would the end result he have be any different than what we got the first time around and just thinking sure. about the amount he would have to cut to make two and a half hours realistically there would be maybe that like the biggest change would have, would have been just the ending and how that chose to end um otherwise it would have been virtually the exact same film honestly yeah the ending was just different because right now now we have this dome because we have two of the or two of the mother boxes so that changes how it ends also let's be real like that scene with the flash running at the running at the speed of light yet he's somehow still visible to be shot with by a sniper on a roof i don't understand that dude scene. So like, how are you running the at the speed thing. of light, but you can still be visible running in a circle, and you can still be picked off by a sniper <laughs> with this red laser gun? Like, that's just as luck. Drama. That had Darn. to build the drama. That's just, just as luck, Marlon. You know how he's how, always having a bad day. Apparently, out of all the parademons, that one just that one showed up today. <laughs> he got his job that day with a with a positive mindset. Hopefully, he got promoted. And a couple he of ate lucky charms. For breakfast, yep. <laughs> and the fact that they, the fact that they, they fully showed this, this little guy being like, "Oh, I got you," and then just see him shoot him, and it's like, really? He somehow can see. Mind you, earlier in the movie, we see him grabbing these boulders out of the air, and all we see is just flashes of his body because he's moving so quickly. And all you see is like just like a little like a all you see is like an, an after image of his body and he's moving in a confined right. space. If he's been allowed to run a lap around an entire location, we should only see just wind mm-hmm. moving. We shouldn't see his body at all. Mm-hmm. So I just then, shot the wind and got lucky. Yeah, and even if he's, if he's moving at that if he's moving that fast, he should be borderline intangible to where things will go through him as opposed to actually clipping him. But he apparently right. is still corporeal enough to get hit by this things. That's why I don't like this Flash. I did not like this Flash in his movie at all. Um, I do find it kind of... I think it's kind of rude that they didn't say that there was flashing lights in the beginning of this movie because I was thinking about people who are sensitive to those lights. I had mm. problems with those lights myself that I could not watch him run. It bothered me. Uh, it's so annoying because it's just... You know? And coming from watching CW's Flash, which is so much better um it was just really annoying having him move every time like i can't see and i'm gonna give myself a headache watching and then you know i understand he wanted his approach of who barry was but like i'm sorry i just did not i don't care and they're still pushing for this movie like that's the movie i'm gonna be like y'all don't watch this movie (laughs) do we have anything else we want to add are we elfin Ray's done. Ray's done. I'm just trying to get to where Ray is at. I have my final (laughs) statement and then I'm done. Because if I keep thinking, I'm going to bring up something else and it's going to make me mad. And I'm like, nope. 
I'm going to close that door. I'm going to close that door. This is an experience that, you know, again, I did it for the name of science. I did it just to be like, is it really better? It was, but it did not need to be four hours. There was a lot of stuff that I did not like. Um, I mean, I don't know what to do. Like, I don't understand how... For me, it was Warner Brothers that said a few days ago, uh, maybe we're going to make the Snyderverse more canon. And I'm like, you can't just keep switching. That means you're opening the doors towards more of this. Um, do I mean, I don't know. The, people are watching it because we're in a pandemic, right? So if you keep making these films, eventually we're going to have to go back to theaters. Who's going to be sitting for four hours watching these movies when Ooh. I could just be watching HBO Max watching Justice League and Batman animated and all that because I don't know you know and I feel like that's where Marvel is is starting to surpass again DC not only they've been doing it in movies but TV shows like they're being very thoughtful with their shows setting up so many opportunities rather that's more movies and more TV shows you know and mm-hmm. next week we'll get a chance to talk about Falcon and the Winter, Winter Soldier which I'm very excited and which I was very happy to see right after watching Justice League it's a nice palate cleanser absolutely um, thank goodness thank you thank you Kevin Feige that's all, that's all Glenn say Zach we'll see you soon saved by Friday morning (laughs) (laughs) get that gonna go get a Batman gun for this guy to existence Uh, (laughs) he's creating an alternate timeline we'll we'll have to wait might be in it oh gosh I just (sighs) knowing that um, this was this was done it happened. It's done. Uh, I'm just hoping, you know, in the future. I don't know. I don't know for Warner Brothers. They have a lot of mess to clean up inside and out. Um, I'm just going to say I'm just glad for some of the actors that got their shine. I'm I'm just more happy about that. The, those actors got their shine and that uh, we were able to see it because that's what I really needed out of that movie. But other than that, that's it. I'm done. Wow. This is our shortest episode of very long time. Are you are, are you serious? I thought we've been no. talking for six hours. No, it's we, an hour and ten. Yeah, no, this movie was trash. Hour and ten is good. I think we're good. Yeah, I think we're good. I think, I think it's okay to okay. do an hour. It's really good. That's really good, you guys. That means we're getting we're getting older. We know how to cut it off. Um, that is not what that's happening. <laughs> That is so not what's happening. Y'all don't change in one week. Like, oh, now we're going to be older. We're going to talk less. No, I'm sorry. No. 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 I agree with Amy. I was hoping on it. No. Um, With that said, why do you feel like they're looking at me and Marlon? Anyway, with that said. Where else am I going to (laughs) look? With that being said, thank you guys for enduring what we had to endure last week for the sake of conversation appreciate everything everyone brought to the table and we're done we're, we're throwing out the window um to our listeners thank you for you know supporting us on many platforms whether that's you know listening for our episodes 
about this topic for over a year now and the tweets and, and the and the support and the comments we we love all that thank you for checking in and if you have anything to add to, about this movie please let us know um did you watch it did you not watch it do you want to why just let us know because i feel like a lot of people on twitter are these type of fans that are they kind of remind me of the fans who really liked uh, Rise of the Skywalker, they were like, yeah. And I'm like, but why? It's almost the same type of thing that's happening now with, with this movie. I'm just like, I don't understand why people love it. But okay, people love what they love. I don't. Anyway, thank you guys for coming around. And again, check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. That said, watch a really great Marvel show, play your game, and geek on. This episode of Quest On Media's Geek Force was produced in Richmond, California.